Pope Francis has doubled down to help his good friend, his buddy, President Joe Biden. As you know, Francis helped the campaign of Joe Biden. Francis spoke against Donald Trump. It's very clear in the last election that Francis was promoting and pushing forward his friend, the scare quotes, devout Catholic, Joe Biden. Not too long ago, Biden was in Rome. And he said, I met with the Holy Father and I was told I'm a Catholic in good standing. And take that. Here's the shot of it right here. Boom, boom. Right here. President Biden on whether the issue of abortion came up during his meeting with Pope Francis. Quote, no, it didn't. We just talked about the fact that he was happy I was a good Catholic and I should keep receiving communion, end quote. And then what did Joe Biden do? He did receive communion publicly in Rome that very same week. We also saw Nancy Pelosi doing the same thing. As soon as Roe v. Wade was overturned, she added up her points her credit card points, got a flight. No, she used American money, but she got a flight, went to Rome, and there she is. She's at Mass with the Pope, receiving communion, letting the whole world know she too is in good standing after she gave multiple speeches on how not only women have a right to murder their baby in the womb, but that we should be paying for it with our taxes. She gave that big speech, totally contrary to Catholic moral teaching, jumped on a plane, hung out with the Pope, took photos with him, went to Mass, got front row Joe seats, right there you can see on the screen, and bounced back to the United States of America. And Francis has tripled down. I said double down in the intro. This is actually the triple down. Here is the latest in an interview released just today. In an interview with Spanish-language TV network Univision, Pope Francis was asked about President Biden's support for abortion, despite being Catholic. Quote, I leave it to his conscience and that he speaks to his bishop, pastor, his parish priest about that inconsistency, end quote. All right, one positive thing here is that it has inconsistency. That is, Francis is acknowledging to the public that Biden's view is inconsistent with the Catholic Church, with dogma, with doctrine, with morality. It is inconsistent. And yet, Francis and Biden take pictures together, hang out. Let's see if I can pull up. Might it might take me too long to find the original picture of this. Releases video footage for Biden to use in his campaign videos. And he never corrects him. You would think if you were meeting with the most powerful man or the man who's going to be elected to be the most powerful man in the world, Western world, however you want to slice it, you would say, you know, you are in the position. God has raised you up in a position where you can be the voice of justice for the unborn. 
you can be the person who overturns this and helps it. No, Francis doesn't say that. He says, I'm just glad you're still receiving communion, Joe. You're a good Catholic. And that's a scandal. That's a scandal all the way around. It's a good question. How can we as Catholics, let's think about this. How can we as Catholics follow the teaching of this man and get to heaven? It's a hard question. It's a question that Sedeve Contest asked, many trads asked. How can we, would I allow, I have eight children, beautiful children, they're my heart. Would I allow them to be catechized by Francis? The answer is no. H to the no. No way. My wife didn't go through the nine months of labor and the raising of children, the sacrifices we made to then be taught Pachamamas are cool and you can have abortions and uh, taxpayers who don't want to fund it have to fund it or else they go to jail and are fined. Why would I ever allow my kids to be taught by this man? There's no way. Full stop. If you follow those teachings, you cannot be saved. We know this. Francis is not doing anything to help Joe Biden get to heaven. I said a few weeks back, I talked about ever since Vatican II, Catholicism has slouched into a religion of conscience. Ever since Vatican II, it's follow your conscience. Well, what about creeds and councils and anathemas and sacraments and dogmas? Well, just follow your conscience. It's like when Bishop Barron is talking to Ben Shapiro. And Ben Shapiro says, I mean, am I screwed? Do I need to become a Catholic? I'm a Jew. And he says, well, just follow your conscience. It's like uh, in Napoleon Dynamite, Pedro. It's Pedro? Yeah, it's Pedro. And he says to Napoleon, just follow your heart. That's what I always do. Is that what Catholicism is? Just follow your heart? It's Pedro. No, we follow St. Peter, not Pedro. Follow your heart on Napoleon Dynamite. You must believe. See, Jesus Christ instituted sacraments. He instituted one church, not many churches. And then he gave what we call the deposit of faith to the church. It's a deposit. You can't take away from the deposit. You can't add to the deposit. All right, so let's just call the deposit spiritually $1 billion. That's the deposit. No one in the last 2,000 years can come in and add to the billion, and no one can take out of the billion. We have to preserve the deposit of faith, which is done by grace, miraculously, over time. From the time the 12 apostles died, through apostolic succession, and the maintenance of scripture and tradition in a living magisterium, 
all the way to this time. And if a pope, not ex cathedra, tries to take a little bit out or add a little in, we don't do it. We don't follow it. We follow the faith once delivered to the saints. There's only one faith. We must believe that faith. It's very confusing to have a man in a white cassock and a white zucchetto say these things to a Catholic president. Catholic president. I'm having these lots of quotes today. Catholic, Catholic, Catholic. Because these actions, these teachings, these policies are not Catholic. We are saved by Jesus Christ. He purchased the church with his precious blood. That was the price that he paid for the church. He died for every human person. And we are saved by believing, hoping, and loving him and our neighbor as ourselves. That's what he taught. We enter into union with him. We enter into relationship with him through the seven sacraments that he instituted. When he instituted a new covenant, he ratified that covenant with seven sacraments. And those seven sacraments are the visible signs instituted by Christ as a means to grace to designate his church, his grace, his power, the movement of the Holy Ghost, third person of Trinity. That's how we're saved. Never is it, well, just follow your conscience. That's what I always do. Never. I read you last week the story of Peter and, and Ananias and Sapphira and how they died. They dropped dead, lying, telling a lie to the church and to St. Peter. Because when they lied to St. Peter and they lied to the church, they lied to the Holy Ghost. That's what St. Peter says in Acts, the apostles. Do I still have that up on here? No, I don't. You can look it up. Beginning part of Acts. Ananias and Sapphira. That's how we're saved. If you love me, keep my commandments, Jesus says. If you love me, keep my commandments. Killing babies is against his commandments, period. And if a pope can't tell a man that, who he knows personally, shame on that pope. He says here in the quote, I leave it to his conscience and that he speaks to his bishop, pastor, and parish priest about that inconsistency. He says his bishop, pastor, parish priest, what about his pope? Or does synodality stop at bishop? Collegiality cuts you off at bishop. No. All you have to do is tell him. But here's the problem. If Francis tells Biden that, and Biden does not submit, there's now a world war between Biden and the United States and the Catholic Church and the Pope in Rome. World war. Francis knows that. Francis backs down. Francis lets a son of the church promote the murder of innocent children. As we saw yesterday in America, the FDA sells human baby organs procured in abortion. We saw that the list was $515 for a skull of an aborted baby. Fitton revealed that. We, we ran the video yesterday. 
By the way, if you're not subscribed, please do subscribe. You can hit the subscription button in the corner. Make sure you hit the bell. You'll be notified. Do it now. Don't wait. You want to be subscribed. Subscribe and hit the bell. While we're at it, give this video a like, a thumbs up. Right now, we got 251 likes. Let's get that number up to 350. And then go ahead and share this video. It's about a controversial topic. It won't get in the algorithm and YouTube, so you guys got to share it. Share it on Facebook and Twitter. There you go. I'm curious. I want to hear some of your thoughts. I'm going to take a live chat comment. This right here. Salvation by conscience. Leave it up to his conscience. I mean, does Francis understand? Leave me a comment here. I want to see some of your thoughts here. Does he understand that by leaving it to the conscience of Biden, who just oh also uh, instituted an executive order to protect abortion, does he understand by leaving it to his conscience that tens of millions of babies die? Francis could do something. Francis could intervene. He could teach. He could admonish. He could excommunicate. He could censure. There's all kinds of things in the papal toolbox. You're going to do nothing and let babies die? You know how weak that is? Cowardly that is? Here's one from Elizabeth. I recognize her. She's on here a lot. She says, is it me or is it getting worse faster? Yeah, it's coming. It's coming to a head. The demons are out. Most definitely. Most definitely. Al Swan says, ooh, this is controversial. Are you ready? Anti-Pope? It's not for me to say. But why would a vicar of Christ do such a thing? Autumn says, Elizabeth, I agree. The bad is accelerating. What if Francis just read the catechism? <laughs> I mean, isn't that his job? Imagine that you are placed as the CEO of a company. There's policies, there's rules, there's a mission statement, there's all this stuff. And uh, you just say, yeah, screw all that. I'm not doing it. Or everyone in the company, follow your own conscience. Nobody's being held accountable. Imagine that. Imagine being that CEO. How long would you last? Would the board tolerate that? Imagine that. Not at all. I'm going to bring in some more comments. Christian Dominguez, did we win the abortion law due to the consecration? Well, remember, the overturn of Roe v. Wade doesn't make abortion illegal. It, it says that it's not a constitutional right. So it's still, like I said, it's, a, it's us winning a touchdown. We get a touchdown. We didn't win the Super Bowl. We just got a touchdown, a good touchdown. Hail Mary, 90-yard touchdowns. Great, beautiful. We love it. Let's watch the replay. Yes, but... There's still much more to do. This is a good this is a good one here from KJ Hammer. Thank you, KJ. Nancy doesn't listen to her bishop, though. Thank you, KJ, for pointing out 
the contradiction here. Francis says, leave it to his conscience and let him speak to his bishop. Okay, Francis, let's apply that logic to Nancy Pelosi. You're saying Nancy Pelosi should follow her conscience, but talk to her bishop. Her bishop is Archbishop Corleone, who says she shouldn't be receiving communion, and you overturn it. So which one is it, Francis? Consult your bishop back home? Or run off to Rome for some photos and a mass with you to stuff it in the face of Archbishop Corleone? No way. No way. And we little lay people down here, we little lay people out here on the kneelers and the pews, we see this contradiction. We see these lies, this hypocrisy. KJ Hammer, great comment. Thank you for that. It's complete inconsistency. This is a good one here. Trend. I prefer a priest that would severely admonish to go to heaven than one who would kindly let you go to hell. I agree. I agree. Now, we can also kindly admonish. It doesn't have to be severe, rude, angry, and mad. You can also kindly admonish. Peter calls us to do that in 1 Peter. All right, just a couple more comments. Y'all have great comments today, by the way. Let's give it up for all the comment people. Good job. This is it right here. Francis might as well agree with Biden, so we need the bishops and cardinals to speak up. Yes, this is the solution. The solution is not to do nothing. The solution is not to wait for the next pope and see what we get. The solution is to call, to admonish the pope out of his error. If he doesn't, if he endures, we know from many great theologians, Robert Bellarmine, John of St. Thomas, Cajetan, and others, that it, uh, John, uh, John Henry Newman, if a pope is a formal manifest heretic who perdures in his heresy after admonishment, he is not the pope. I didn't make that up. It's not my theory. It's the theory of holy people, doctors of the church, cardinals. This is what we need to be doing, but no cardinal is doing it. And that's the frustrating part. There needs, before people can say, adios, Francis Bergoglio, there has to be an admonishment. That's the process. Oh, let me just say, in case you saw last night's video, there's all these rumors going around that Ben the 16th died. I had zero confirmation in Rome, and I told people there's no confirmation. Wait, 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 wait. And then it came out as not legit. It was an Italian journalist who made up a stunt. So it's just a good reminder when we hear things about Roman intrigue. Pause, wait, find out if it's legit. So, in case you're wondering, Benedict is alive today. Ben, Pope Ben XVI, Pope Emeritus, whatever we call him, he's alive. All right, one more comment. Oh, this is good. I'm going to end with this. this is Michael. 
You keep saying, pray the rosary, find a TLM, traditional Latin mass. What else can a lay person do besides pray fast and find a TLM? That's it. You're not a cardinal. If you personally know a cardinal and you hang out with a cardinal and have dinner with a cardinal, you can encourage the cardinal to take action. But what we do is we just storm heaven. We go to the Immaculate Heart, the Sacred Heart of Jesus and say, have mercy on us. Deliver us from this horrible evil that has plagued the Catholics. We are, we are under a plague, a plague of heresy and confusion and unbelief. So what do we do? We have to pray. We have to pray. It's not my job to admonish the Pope. It's the cardinals. They are the consultors. They are the electors and they are the consultors. And if there's a problem, it's the titular clergy of Rome, which are called the cardinals, who are to admonish. It's clearly laid out right here in this book next to me. Robert Bellarmine, De Ecclesia. He gives the exact process. That is what has to happen. What do we do in the meantime? You pray the rosary. You fast, especially on Fridays. You go to the traditional Latin Mass. You catechize your kids. You invite people to become Catholic. You share the gospel. These are the things we must do. Michael, great comment. Thank you so much. Just a reminder... I just said it, but we got to say it again. Pray the rosary every day. You're not on the team. Pray the rosary. We're at a moment. We're at the foot of the cross. It's scary. It's confusing. We don't know what's going to happen. We're living through a passion. No one knows where Peter is. John is there. The apostle. Mary Magdalene is there. And most of all, Our Lady, the Immaculate Theotokos, is there. We rest, we take comfort in the presence of them. That's why I say pray the rosary every day. If you want to go to the foot of the cross, and all the agony, and all the blood, and all the pain, I only want to go there with her the mother of Jesus. If she can handle it, if she can endure with the one true faith, faith, hope, and charity through all of that, then that's who I want to be my tour guide, my mother, my queen, the Blessed Mother. And that's why you pray the rosary every day. She leads you, guides you through the mystery of the cross. Without her, it doesn't make sense. Behold your mother, behold your son. That's it. All right, we're going to pray the uh, we'll pray the Our Father. I don't think we pray the Our Father at the beginning. Oremus nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Pater noster, qui es in celi, sanctificetur nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in cielo et in terra. Panem nostrum quotidianum da nobis odie, et emite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris. Et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libera nos amalo. Amen. St. Pius I, pray for us, all holy popes. Pray for us, St. Peter. Pray for us, nomine Patris et Fidi, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen.
Thank you for watching. Make sure I get the wrong thing. Oh, well. Thanks for watching. And remember, our Lord Jesus Christ is the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless and Godspeed.